You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are live. What is going on, everyone, New York Giants fans? A victory, the third of the season for the New York Giants, the second against the Washington Commanders. This time by a score of 31 to 19. Nick Filato joined by Chris Blum. You are listening to the Chris and Nick show. I first off want to apologize for my audio. It might not sound that great right now. I do not have my microphone. That should be fixed by the end of the week. But Chris, what are your initial thoughts on this victory for the New York Giants? We we were saying before the show, peculiar game to say the least. Yeah. My first thought is, what year is it? Is it are we back to 2022 again? Because that's exactly what this game felt like, where the Giants were not just in a game, but winning a game that they probably shouldn't have been, but they were they were getting it done with some really good coaching, great scheming, and then catching breaks constantly and some really, really sloppy play by the other team. Because just wow, that was that Washington should be embarrassed by the way they played, honestly. Tommy DeVito was sacked nine times in this game. And as Kenny Albert said on the broadcast, Chris, this is the first victory the Giants have had in the history of the New York Giants when they had suffered eight or more sacks. Yet the Giants were able to win this football game because they turned the football over, what was it, six times, including that Isaiah Simmons pick six at the end of the at the end of the game, like it was just a uh, pick city, but not even really that. It was just fumbles, man, too. Like so many just sloppy fumbles. Bobby Okereke punched two of them out. It just seemed like the Giants had the hunger defensively to go out there and just force these turnovers. They didn't sack Sam Howell maybe as much as we expected, specifically be, or especially because last time they played, they sacked him so many times. But Tommy DeVito was sacked a bunch. Tommy DeVito had clean pockets, though, at the same time, hold on to the football a little bit too long on certain plays. but. He also was cooking, man. He had some really nice throws over the middle of the field. The dig to Darius Slayton, the touchdown pass to Saquon Barkley, who really showed his chops as a receiving threat. So there were a lot of positive takeaways from this game. Yeah, there were. This is, I think this was the kind of game that the defense in particular needed. They, there has been a lot of talk over the last week, two weeks of, about you know, should the Giants fire Wink Martindale? Will will they part ways with him when the season is over? And this game, I think, really showed what Wink brings to the table and the way he is able to get the players to play. Now, I think Wink's defense also matches up very well against the Washington offense. Yeah, even when they're playing fast, they're playing slow. They got the ball back with six and a half minutes left, and it took them almost right up to the two-minute warning to move the length of the field. Yeah, For a team that's trying to move fast, that is very, very slow. And Sam Howell, he 
he pro- he moved a little bit quicker than he did in the first game, but against a defense like Wink Martindale's that uses so many shifts, brings so much pressure from exotic looks, he still does not process all that quickly. And you know, I think that played a huge role in how the Giants were able to really suffocate this offense, even when they were able to move the ball. Once the game speeds up in the red zone, they just completely fell apart. Yeah, they just completely fell apart. Uh, absolutely. Did not help that, like I said earlier, Logan Thomas fumbling the football. You had Brian Robinson fumble, but they ended up falling on that. Chris Rodriguez fumbled the football as well. And Duncan, I can't say your last name, but in the comments says, I'm just happy for the local guy living the dream. That is same here, man. I, I'm so happy for Tommy DeVito that he was able to pull off this victory, get his first NFL win as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Man, it's, uh, it's a blessing. For the young man. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to be talking about draft position and all of that. And you know, it, it's fair to speculate on a lot of that, but the giants, one thing's for certain with a lot of talk throughout this week, Oh, is the team giving up on Dable or they giving up on wink does not seem to be the case. Chris, they, they came out here with a lot of fire in their belly. Yeah. I never believed that the players were, gi- were giving up on dabs that he lost the locker room or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned this after the, I believe it was after the Cowboys game last week when you saw the players being frustrated, you know, tempers simmering, tempers flaring over on the sidelines. That is proof that they care. If the guys didn't care, they'd just go sit down. They'd be joking, you know, talking about what they're going to get for dinner after the game or whatever. But I, I really don't think there was ever even a danger of the locker room quitting on Dayball. I think the question is just, could they come out and play and win against a better team? And this week they did. Now they definitely got some help. They didn't win against a competent team, but they did beat a better team. And it's crazy, too. You look at some of the statistics here. Washington had 403 total yards in this game. Giants had 292. But the Washington Washington turned the football over six times. They had 28 first downs to the New York Giants, who only had 13. They possessed the ball for 34, almost 35 minutes. Giants only 25. So a lot of those statistics, other than the turnover, suggest Washington should win. And Tommy DeVito was that nine times in this game. Giants sack Sam Howe four times. And like we said earlier, man, typically when – or actually in the history of the New York Giants, when they had eight sacks or more against them, they lose. And this is the first time they won a football game. And uh, a lot of it was because, obviously, six turnovers. And yet still, at the same freaking time, Washington had a chance, Chris, to win this football game in the final minutes, similar to the game a couple weeks ago where they drove down the football field and there was a goal line stand by the Giants defense. This time, Sam Howell threw his third interception of the game and it was taken back for a touchdown. Good for Isaiah Simmons to have that moment. Yeah, the the Giants got 27 points. All right, I believe it was 27. Uh, do, 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 I actually had down, I'm sorry, 26 points off of turnovers. That is, yeah, that is just vintage taking advantage of the opportunities that come your way. Now, the Giants absolutely created some of those opportunities on their own, but Washington also. It's kind of amazing how sloppy they play the Giants when they can go and beat a team like the Eagles. It's 
it, I, it really is. It really does illustrate how crazy matchups can be in the NFL. And I just feel like this Giants offensive coaching staff does a really good job scheming against Jack Del Rio and that defense this season, more so than maybe others, specifically regarding Saquon Barkley, who had two receiving touchdowns in this game. We remember last time they played, he was isolated on Jimin Davis with just a little choice route to the flat. I think it was the boundary side and he hit. And then uh, the quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, found Saquon Barkley, took it for what was that, Chris, like a 50-yard touchdown, a 45-yard touchdown? So getting Saquon Barkley involved in the receiving game is something that we've been talking about for a long time. And obviously, he (laughs) has a good role historically in that. But in this game, it was like slot fades they were running to Saquon Barkley. They were deeper patterns. And Tommy DeVito was letting it rip. So that was really cool to see, just getting Saquon Barkley involved in that manner because I feel like that's that's a part of his talent that hasn't necessarily manifested yet as a New York giant regarding not just catches to the flat and things like that. I'm talking about down the football field. That's a big talk among giants fans on Twitter. Yeah. And it was nice to see the giants look down the football field again. I, I, what was it? The last time these two teams played uh, Tyron Taylor averaged 15 and a half yards per completion out there. Hmm. Yeah. It's these games, particularly against Washington. Again, it's, I think it's, a lot of the matchups the Giants have on offense and defense that show you what the vision was when building this team in the offseason. And I think it shows us what they could be going forwards. And it was really impressive, I thought, that Tommy DeVito was still letting it rip despite all the shots he was taking. And he stayed pretty effective when doing so, yeah, you know, quite a few of those sacks were on him. Yeah, he was, as you said, to start holding the ball a little long. But there were also, particularly when the sacks came up the middle with Deron Payne, John Allen, those guys are very good defensive tackles. And they had the advantage over the Giants' interior offensive line. So there were some protection sacks or maybe protection failure sacks. But all in all, one hell of a game by Tommy DeVito it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this Adidas With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. One hell of a game by Tommy DeVito. Very happy for him. And the New York Giants collectively. Look, they look like, if not look good this season. Okay. And to bounce back this late in the season, we're already midway through November. Everyone's already turning the page of the draft and get a victory against a divisional rival. A divisional rival who, I mean, loosely had some playoff aspirations, right? I mean, they have played a lot of other teams competitively, as you you have already articulated to this point, man. And I also just think it's kind of crazy. That Saquon Barkley, he finished this game with 83 rushing yards, right? 14 carries, 83 rushing yards, 5.9 average. The Giants had what? Zero rushing yards at the end of the third quarter. 
and they were able to kind of still commit to the run. That's something that we saw last year a lot when they were winning football games too. Even if they struggled with the running game or they were down big like they were against Green Bay and some of these other games, they started still leaning on the run late into the third quarter, and it ended up working out for them. And they were able to come back and seize victory in a lot of those games as well. So it was cool to see Saquon Barkley after having zero rushing yards for most of his game break out and and, uh, get over 80 yards on the ground. Yeah, and it is a lot easier to – stay committed to running the football to continue to run the football when you're when you're leading the game yeah if the giants hadn't had those turnovers if they hadn't scored off of those turnovers i think the script in the third and fourth quarters would have been different if you know those sacks had been drive killers if washington had even just not turn the ball over and kicked field goals. Yeah. I think this game would have turned out very differently. Absolutely, man. And as kid tough enough says in our comments, he he says, uh, both the host pick Washington. Why should we listen to what they have to say? I don't know. Kid tough enough. Why are you in this stream? Why don't you go and run along and do something else? If you have something bad to say, but we did pick Washington to win this football game and I'll eat that crow, man. I'll put that egg all over my face. New York giants get the victory. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think pretty much anyone and everyone picked Washington to win this game because Washington had their starting quarterback. They had gone on a bit of a run. They had actually looked like they had some life to them after the last time they played the Giants. Meanwhile, the Giants were coming off a second divisional blowout. They got actually two blowouts in a row. They They got their butts handed to them by the Raiders with a rookie's first game with a rookie head coach and a rookie offensive coordinator. I don't think anybody had reason to pick the giants to win this game. Of course, we probably also should have remembered that, you know, Washington just does not play the giants well. And I think we all kind of forgot that we looked at the quality of the players on their offense. We looked at Terry McLaurin. We looked at Curtis Samuel who did get ejected. Uh, Jahan Dodson, good receiver, Logan Thomas, good tight end. Uh, Brian Robinson, very good running back. They still have Deron Payne. They still had John Allen. But it didn't really matter. <laughs> and a big part of that was Giants' defensive scheme, their offensive scheme. The coaches have Washington's number. And I got to wonder if that's just not in Washington's head right now. Also, at this point, I kind of wish Ron Rivera luck in his future endeavors because I do not think he is long for our nation's capital. Or rather, no. Landover, Maryland. No, at least not as the head coach. I don't know if they want to ceremoniously put him in the front office or I'm not really sure what the owner, the new owner is going to do with that. But yeah, I mean, Vegas also had what? Washington has nine and a half point home favorites against the Giants team, as you already said, that was not playing good football. But hey, I'm glad because this shows resilience. This shows resilience. And as we've already said through this podcast, the New York Giants, a lot of the talk was Dable lose the locker room. This is going to be another Joe Judge type of situation. Jake Fromm taking knees on the goal line type thing. Safe to say, at least right now, still a lot of season to go, still a lot of season to go. But at least right now, that's not what it's looking like. The Giants came out hungry. Saquon Barkley, man, putting the team on his back, showing his true leadership colors. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen with Saquon Barkley, but I'll be hard pressed to, to see him in another jersey next season. I know there's a lot to play out, but I just, I just think the Giants are going to find a way to retain 26. Yeah, I think so as well. You know, we. Don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback position. You know, there's still quite a bit of football left to be played. The Giants get to play the Patriots coming off their own bye week. You know, 
will Darth Hoodie come out and be Darth Hoodie, or is he just kind of shuffling off into the sunset? You know, New England does have a good defense. They Their offense is kind of as bad as the Giants usually is. You know, I think that game is going to have a lot of that game could have a lot of very far reaching consequences. You know, right now we do have to talk about the draft. The giants slipped a little bit. They now hold the fifth overall pick or they hold the fifth overall pick again. Uh, the Cardinals lost the bears lost. So Panthers obviously lost They're They're just going to stay losing. I think so as much as nobody wants to talk about the draft, particularly after a win, that is something we do kind of still have to keep an eye on. Definitely do. And one question before we get out of here from Andrew Graff, he asked, what do you think is better if we draft around four or five? Let's just say five. We trade up for the quarterback that we want or stay put or trade back, take the BPA or take a quarterback in the second round. Andrew, for me personally, it's a little bit too early for me to opine on this just because I don't know what some of these other quarterbacks, the Bo Nix, the kid from Michigan, Michael Penix, I know he has a long injury history. Some of those quarterbacks, I might like what I see just from broadcast. I haven't really dove in deep into their film right now. But I'll say this. If the Giants do pick at five, you're going to have some really talented players because at the top end of this draft with the Marvin Harrisons of the world and players like that, there are a lot of players that I look at. I'm like, that's going to make the New York Giants a much better team. I do have quarterback on my mind, but we don't know how the season's going to shake out. We don't know how many more games the New York Giants are going to win. We don't know if the Giants are going to play like they just did in week 11 against Washington. Because if they do, teams like Green Bay, teams like New England, we're still on their schedule. The Giants can beat them. Maybe even like a team like the Saints, if they play as well as they did today, specifically on defense. And if Tyrod comes back, there's still so much football to be played. And it's, it's kind of depressing because the Giants are already out of playoff contention, you know, ostensibly right so um i'm i'm going to refrain but chris do you have anything on that yeah the, i i think it like you said it's still very early we still don't even, even we still don't even know who will or will not be in the draft you know everybody's looking at caleb williams or drake may i wouldn't bet on drake may returning to school but he could he still has eligibility left so does caleb williams uh Quinn Ewers, it seems like he's going to be going back to school. Shadur Sanders, he's already going back to school. That's already apparently been announced. That could change as well. And we don't know where the Giants are going to finish up. We don't know who is going to get drafted when. Like, if it's possible, the Bears could take Marvin Harrison Jr. They could, if if they don't get a trade that they like, maybe they could take Olu Fashionow and Marvin Harrison Jr. And then, you know, what, what then, how does that change things? So th there's a lot going on. This does look like it's going to be a talented quarterback class. You know, I'm, I'm already starting my preliminary work on these guys. I am intrigued by pretty much the entire top six. I'm with you. I wish Michael Penix didn't ha have that injury history, but also, that dude just does not take sacks. His sack rate is microscopic. I, I think his sack rate was something like less than 1% as a freshman. So just as an aside, that is impressive. Yeah, But there's still plenty of time to break this down. There's still a lot of football to be left. We haven't even gotten to the Giants' bye week yet, which is weird to say because it feels like this, the season has been going on for forever. It definitely does. Chris, anything else before we get out of here? No, no, I, I think that's pretty good. We both have things to do, words to write, pen to put to paper, or rather 
keyboard to put to pixel, I suppose. So just want to you know, thank everybody for tuning in and yeah, enjoy the win. <laughs> Yes, enjoy the win, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Chris and Nick Show. Please, if you have not done so already, like, subscribe, comment on this podcast, wherever you digest this podcast, and head on over to BigBlueView.com where you can check out all of our written content. Thanks, everyone. Ta-ta now.